92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Welcome to Quality of Life Radio, hosted by Lisa and Nancy, editors of BigBlendMagazines.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Quality of Life show. A few weeks ago, we interviewed best-selling author Eva Shaw about her novel, The Seer. It's a really good one, you should get it. Uh, but she was telling us how she was donating the proceeds of the book to Days for Girls. And so we're like, well, what's that about? And it turns out this is a really cool nonprofit organization that works internationally, nationally and internationally. And they are all about advancing what they say, menstrual equity. Who, who's heard of that? Well, now we know. Menstrual equity, health, dignity, and opportunity for all. This is really cool. Their platform is amazing. If you go on their website, daysforgirls.org, you'll see they're all about uh, shattering the stigma of menstruation and mm. transforming periods to pathways. So I was very excited to welcome the founder and CEO, Celeste Mergens. Uh, she is the founder. So welcome, Celeste. How are you? Doing so well. So great to be with you today. And Nancy and I are excited about this because yeah. I want to start at the very beginning mm-hmm. of uh, menstruation because your period, <laughs> I mean, I remember in high school, like if anything happened, then it was like, he, 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 this happened to her. Um, <laughs> and it was also a thing where guys just turned away. Um, women were embarrassed. So girls were embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. And I um, mean, I went to, you know, my my menstrual awakening was in South Africa. And so it was a very interesting time Ooh. back then. Yeah, and, that's different. Um, even trying to go get products, you're like hiding behind your mom thinking everybody understands what mom does, but that not was for the me. Worst. You know, that was so worst. Um, and mm-hmm. more and countries are different of belief systems. And um, so, yeah, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about what started you on this, because I think even now, there's a lot of us who are shy to even talk about it, or they're going to use it to say, ah, mm-hmm. you're having your period, huh? That's why you're being so crabby. So, right. <laughs> it really is stigmatized. You can hear that it's a stigma around it. And let's be honest, people would rather talk about diarrhea than menstruation. That's ridiculous. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Because diarrhea can be funny and menstruation apparently is not. Apparently we're crabby and then they, you know, it becomes almost sexist on us in a way. Well, right? it is. Uh-huh. Oh, it's totally. It is. It 100% totally. is. If guys yeah. menstruated, there'd be contests over who has the worst cramps. <laughs> <laughs> and there definitely is. And all over the world, there's varying degrees of that. And in mm-hmm. some places, it's 
devastating the cost women play, pay for their periods. Mm-hmm. And we're not just talking about the expense of period products. No. I didn't think to ask the question, what are women doing for their periods? I was even working in development, helping create more self-sustaining community solutions in Kenya. So mm. water and agriculture and yeah. healthcare systems and education. And I never thought to ask. And yeah. then I was helping an orphanage. There were 1,400 kids because there had been yeah. post-election violence and half mm-hmm. a million people displaced in 2007 and eight, And that's when Days for Girls started. In oh, helping wow. the orphanage, I was asking the questions we all ask about, is there food? Is there water? And it, it wasn't yeah. the reason I was there, but when I passed through town, I would help. And then I learned that they were sitting on pieces of cardboard for mm-hmm. days during their period mm-hmm. without being able to leave the room and go to class. Yeah, I just gasped when I mm-hmm. even heard the question, let alone the answer to it, mm-hmm. and knew we needed to change that. So we... We were able to raise funds for the only solution I knew about at the time, which is single-use disposable products. And I did know, however, that if we sent money every month for pads and they needed food, it would go for food. That's the right decision to make if you're choosing Mm -hmm. where your resources go. So how do we give the girls a solution they could count on month after month? We made the first washable days for girls pads. And cool. and brought them with us and mm. also brought education because when I asked who's teaching them what a period is, they said, no one, you can, which at the mm. time was a terrifying thought. I wasn't yet a world expert in this. Mm. And then when we got there, there were 500 girls who needed mm. menstrual pads and solutions. And we had to do it in the education and pass out their days for girls kits in two shifts. We call them days for girls' kids because they give them their days back, literally. They could leave Mm -hmm. the room and be part of their community. Mm -hmm. So as we taught them, afterwards, they came up to to me, and about 10 of them were standing there and smiling, and one of them said, thank you so much, because before you came, we had to let them use us if we wanted Mm -hmm. to leave the room and go to class. Mm -hmm. I was hoping that didn't mean what I feared it meant. And it turned out, um, trigger alert, um, that they were being sexually exploited Mm -hmm. in exchange for a single disposable pad. And that, for me, was the moment Days for Girls was born. You know, we used to live in Kenya, and um, when we had housekeepers... 70s and 80s, yes, late 70s, Uh, 80s, early 80s. One day I look outside mm-hmm. and our dogs are all jumping at the one of the trees in the backyard. And I look, I'm like, what the heck is hanging from the tree? And there were strips of like a torn up sheet that were covered in blood that um, I'm like, what the heck is this? And the, the girl said that um, Matroba was Matroba. She said, no, she's advertising for a husband. And it took me a long time to figure out like, What? You know, and I was like, oh, the pennies start to drop. And I'm like, no, you're not doing that. Take them down. And she was so offended. And I'm like, no, take them down. And the dogs were going crazy. And uh, strange men were stopping at the gate and looking over. And I'm like, well, okay, so you're living in Africa and you don't know all the customs. You never think to ask 
things like that yeah. because it's so foreign that have oh by the way do you hang strips in the trees to advertise for men when you have your period i would never think to ask that you never well ask, and that is <laughs> no and don't. and the truth is in many cultures as soon as you start your period you are considered someone able to be married now right. and periods are starting mm-hmm. earlier and earlier everywhere right. in the Isn't world that weird? as young as eight yeah right? and what's up so with imagine that in yes in places like malawi so there's a tradition there another hard to hear thing we're starting out with the hard stuff here um mm. they were they have a tradition that as soon as you start having your period you're supposed to be dusted off it's called and this dusting off is a ritual cleansing to cleanse you because you started your per- first period and you're actually exploited because your period has started putting you at risk of pregnancy oh and disease Amazing. because you need to be purified and one of the highest rates of child marriage. And it starts with that pivotal moment of starting your period. So now imagine That's if hard. this simple thing that seems so small that we didn't want to talk about, yeah. imagine if now you have what you need so you're not having to go advertise um, because often um, it is, how do I get pads? How do I stay in class? How do I uh, manage and have my days and the strength of my days? Be, having something you can count on means you've got that managed. These are lasting, we say two to three years, but we actually just had our first report of six years that the kits are lasting. Imagine. Wow. And then imagine that now you know what a period is. You have confidence that you're not cursed, mm. that you're, there's not something yeah. wrong with you, that you're not, because it's not just that the you're curse. now, um, God. <laughs> yes, literally. So imagine. Well, they used Nepal. to call it the curse. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. My grandmother called names, it the right? curse. Yeah. My grandmother is from England and she called it the curse. Wow. Yeah. 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 So that's just that. So here we have a kid that actually gives women like okay some kind of dignity. That's what I think. What is so great about it is that you have a little bag and it's and you've got this kit and it's washable. And I want to touch on all of that. Mm. But going back to that stigma of the curse, mm. you know, and you think about women around the world, and in Africa it is different. India, um, you know, just the developing nations, it is so difficult for women, and it starts mm-hmm. at a young young age. So there's a psychological mm-hmm. thing. And I think that's something that is important when a nonprofit organization like yours goes in and says, hey, we care and we're thinking about women. It gives them this little glimmer of hope and also confidence about being that they are somebody, not just alone, a, a mm-hmm. piece of meat that gets shifted around mm-hmm. to be raped or married mm-hmm. off. or um, Because the cultural traditions, I mean, a lot of people want to stick to culture. Oh, this is how we've always done it, but it's not necessarily good for women or for oh. animals or anything, depending on what we're talking no about. Kidding. But in this case, it's not really good for girls and women. And we've got to stand up for women and girls around the world because they're in such serious states and situations. And it just starts at that young age and it's almost like a brainwashing. And so when an organization like yours comes in with a solution, I want to go through it because it's really cool how you're helping with the kids mm. and also entrepreneurship. And it's amazing what you're yeah. doing, but do you see mm-hmm. just even the fact that you're acknowledging their situation, that little bit of hope of, Oh, we're somebody. 
A hundred percent. That's so mm-hmm. perceptive of you. Here's why it matters on so many levels. One, if you don't know what your body is doing, everything we associate with blood is mm-hmm. illness or injury, right? And if, yeah. if it's believed in your community that it's a bad thing, that you um, may or may not trigger, you're a woman now, but it's not. For instance, in India, an, a friend of mine was at a Days for Girls educational we do education with our products all the time, every time. And mm-hmm. she was doing one of those in India while the girls received their kits. And she said she learned that they had just three months earlier had a maturation class for both the boys and the girls. She said, that's amazing. What did they teach you? And they said, well, to the boys, they said, your shoulders will widen. You're going to, your voice will deepen. Your muscles mm-hmm. will start getting stronger. And then to the girls, they said, and you are about to have an unfortunate liability. (gasps) But here's the thing. This is, I mean, I even, my mother, I'm like, and my grandmother, they're educated people to a point, not, you know, overly educated, but not undereducated. And even their ideas of, um, what they thought were to me now when I look back I'm like are you kidding me really you can't go swimming whether or not you're wearing the right Mm -hmm. product can't go swimming sharks will get you for not sharks dude sharks will get you even if you're in a swimming pool you you will sink Mm -hmm. because the water will get into the fibers of the pad and you'll sink even if you're a good swimmer all these things and Mm -hmm. um Oh, my gosh. My brothers, I mean, I'm from a family of six, three boys, three girls. And what the boys thought by the teaching of my mother to us, what they were told and what the girls were told were so out there and so outlandish. They, when you Now I'm going to school and I have science class, they talk about it. There's a little bit of sex education, not as much as there is now. But enough to, um, if you go to the library, you can read up and you can figure it out for yourself. Was so out there. I'm like, okay. I talked to my grandmother. I'm like, you let my mom think this. And my grandmother was, she wasn't stupid, but she goes, ladies never talk about it. And you should never talk mm. about it to a man, even mm. to the point of don't tell a doctor. And most of the doctors yeah. were men. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It is. And it's still here a little bit, which is why having a global movement of saying, what are we afraid of? Without periods, there would be no people. Exactly. So it connects every one of us. There's nothing, this is a natural part of being a healthy woman. This is part of being a a person that menstruates as a person with a powerful role on this planet. Exactly. It's it's natural. So this is really our message to people all over the world. And here's where it gets powerful. We don't just come in with the education. We make sure that they have it and that they're invited to be ambassadors of health in their community, that they're the ones holding the education to keep it going. And I can tell you, I, I once was in, was in um, Uganda and mm-hmm. asked a woman what it was like for her being part of Days for Girls. You mentioned there's an entrepreneurial part mm-hmm. where we teach them to make Days for Girls kits. And it's a business that they have in their community 
fulfilling with organizations and awesome. those who want to support Days for Girls that can go towards purchasing kits with enterprises all over the world. And this woman, I was asking, how is it going? How has it changed things for you? What's working? What's not working? They're, they are the ambassadors teaching the education. They are the solution providers there. And she said, in this order, people know who I am and they listen to me. My children can eat every day and they can go to school. I was so surprised by that Mm. order. But Mm. knowing that people aren't looking down at you, but are listening to you, that you get to be a leader and that you get to be a change maker, Mm. we're finding is even more important or at least as important as having the food you need. Knowing that you can be part of the leadership there wherever you are and having a voice is a change maker for women and it's not always granted to them especially in some of the places that days for girls is most needed Mm. well so you're talking about the difference between existing and living Mm. there's a big difference i think so Mm. right isn't that amazing i love that that you're doing the entrepreneurship way cool we're doing a business for women, and it's also very difficult in some uh, countries, I can imagine. And so mm-hmm. how do you kind of back them up so they're not standing there on their own? And and as we would say in South Africa, get honored by like the other side going like, you know, because so just in some countries, you know, women are so mm-hmm. you're, you're second class and yeah, for sure. uh, mm-hmm. forced to be very subservient. Much. And so when a woman mm-hmm. is going here, I'm going to be entrepreneurial and do this. I'm going to stand up. They could be the only one. From what I was looking, it looks like maybe that's part of where you go and start working with the governments locally or, you know, you know, the bigger national, yeah. you know, um, because they do need that backup. They can't be the only ones because it won't. I don't know. It just depends, right? On the woman, it depends on their strength. It really people, does. Listen, mm-hmm. I know that in South Africa, we had the Shabines. And if you wanted liquor after like midnight, you could go to the <laughs> Shabine, even though it was illegal and it was no, no, and the women ran them. So I know the women will have an underground network. <laughs> I do know that. <laughs> Somehow they will have it. Well, they were better yeah, at math. Are. Yeah. They were. They were better at money than the men. Sorry, but it's true. <laughs> I have found women go through so much. They Mm -hmm. are incredibly resilient Mm -hmm. and, and can make things happen. And you're right. We, I, when this first started, thought of them as Avon ladies only with menstrual care. (laughs) But the truth is we were really asking them to be the chemist to make the pad or the lipstick, if you will, put it in the tube, then go out and sell it, and then Mm -hmm. remember to retain some so you could make more, right? It was a really difficult formula. So today, there's education about business. There has to be education Mm. about confidence in leadership. There has to be education about savings. There has to be education. So it's about how to make them and maintain quality and why quality matters. Um, it, It really is complex to make sure that all the tools she needs are in place. And Days for Girls mm. volunteers are mentors for enterprises. And we have a leadership team. That's what Days for Girls International is to coordinate all of the volunteers around the globe who are part of making kits for 
um, refugee camps, for instance, this year, over 40,000 for refugees all over the world, making mm. sure the education comes with these and supporting enterprises. Uh, those volunteers, along with the enterprise leaders and the program all over the world is what Day Circles International supports. That's awesome. amazing. I love mm. this. It's girl power, man. I love it. Yeah, and I love it seeing the photos of faces. Uh, everyone's lit up in their face, you know, that resilience too of once you know, okay, I got mm. something on my side and something is, I can do something, you know, um, I, I, it's so mm-hmm. exciting. And I love that you're putting the entrepreneur side in there because I think when money starts flowing, that's when the other sides start going, Oh, maybe I got to look at this. You know, I go back to mm-hmm. even um, when we lived in Kenya and we moved over there when I was a you know tiny child and Nancy's like one suitcase was full of Tampax. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I'm like, you know, we have all these things. No, it's Tampax. Going over. So oh, think about no. this. This the silver to, bullet this story. Is, yeah, silver, <laughs> no, but this is the mid to like end of, I was going to say 77, 78. Oh, and um, yeah. she's, well, she used to take tours over to Kenya. Uh, and so whenever, you know, you needed something, if you went in, you, you had, had to, to go into the Indian market mm-hmm. and they bargain. would pitch your butt and bargain. You'd spend a day bargaining over Tampax, which would yeah. cost you a fortune. 35 to $40 a box, unless yeah. you bargained. And yeah. it was mm-hmm. so degrading. Yeah. And they knew you bargain. They knew you and they, it. And they used to say, only white women need these. Exactly. And that mm-hmm. uh, was so mm-hmm. bizarre. And I was like, you know, well, I go and I'm like, okay, well, what are, what are they doing that I'm not doing? You know, and then you'd end up back at the yeah. market and you're like, okay, $35 a box. So I brought a suitcase full of them over. And I mean, a, a whole, you know, I'm like, oh, this is going to give me a few years to get used to this system, right? And then we got <laughs> robbed and the robbers came in and they opened every box and every little tampon package and left them scattered on the floor. Then the police oh. came in and dusted them with powder for fingerprints. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. And this one policeman held it up and goes, oh, but the madam, what is this? (laughs) And he's swinging it by the string. And I was like, I think I want to go home. (laughs) And oh, that is awful. (laughs) But that just shows, that just shows where. So we just call that the silver bullet because they dusted it with silver powder. 
yeah, and fingerprints. The, and Nancy like, told him oh she uses God. it to put makeup on. Yeah, because I told like, him how to do you put... explain this now to an African gentleman an African who doesn't man. who doesn't understand like their wives and their daughters aren't getting so it's, that. It's for putting makeup on. So oh. if a white woman comes over and that's that's what they're going through, what were the women going through, the black women? South Africa was a lot better. However, yeah. I've also read reports and listened to reports about France getting nailed with um, and also because women are getting taxed just in general on tampons mm-hmm. and pads and, you know, any period products being a luxury item. Is that something? Like, oh, my gosh. True. So you well, can join they, the Days for Girls advocacy team and volunteer to help wherever you live on um, abolishing those luxury tax. Because how ridiculous is that? You can get oh all gosh. sorts of things for, but that that is a luxury tax. It's, and people need to be able to use uh, the equivalent of food stamps for that product too. And that's not the case yet. So really? Oh my it's really, really, even here in the United States, oh, really, my, people really? end up, yes, we needed, we got a call from community and schools no in New way. Orleans, and they said, we need it here. They needed 2,800 girls were having to use toilet tissue, use paper towels, or just wash, the nurse would help them wash out their uniform, turn it around and head back home and not come back until their period stopped in New Orleans. So everywhere people need to know about their Mm -hmm. washable pads, their menstrual cups, Days for Girls also provides menstrual cups to those who can do it. And those last up to 10 years. It's really important to know there are lots of alternatives. And all over the Mm -hmm. world, women use things like rags, like you said, um, Mm -hmm. which don't have a way to secure them often. um, So they can... They can chafe, they can fall out, they can twirl, they can be uncomfortable, mm-hmm. they can worry. Most Safety worry about Because some down. cultures aren't wearing panties. Yeah, okay. yeah so exactly. That's another thing. Correct. Right? Some, mm-hmm. some, some cultures of women are not wearing panties. Like you could straddle tissue or what. I mean, and we've all been there as women at a, la- oh, oopsie, like, need whoops. help. You're but, not supposed um, to be here yet, yet but here you are. Hopefully. Um <laughs> I don't know if you have, I don't know how the girls and thongs do it, but if you're, you're trouble, I was gonna say safety you pins, you're, women you're, should always carry but, safety pins. But, but you know, there's but there's um when you think about the different cultures that don't wear certain things that you know it's you I can only just ah oh, that's so hard. And so what I'm very fascinated about what you do with these pads. Because looking at the kit, you do give them panties, you do give them instructions and mm-hmm. education, but being washable, I wanted to go into this because I find this very fascinating. Yeah. And I, I'm going to think that some people immediately are going to go, oh, washable, it won't be sanitary. Well, let, mm-hmm. let's go into what we do with kids' diapers, babies' diapers. Mm-hmm. These you disposables are not necessarily good for the body and not good for the environment. So I'm very interested in what you're doing in this washable side on that level too because the more trash that goes out there and and we're talking about trash that really is not necessarily positive for the environment so um mm-hmm. this to me looks well like and often have really too. harsh chemicals mm-hmm. right? right you're so right because they have chemicals mm-hmm. in them yeah actually even from the first um we discovered that the disposable products i had brought that first time when we got there three and a half weeks later were 
um, there's no place to dispose of them. So they were littered in chain link fences and up on posts and in a pile at the end of the latrines and the latrines were clogged Mm -hmm. with them because Mm -hmm. there is no way. So it becomes in the Philippines days for girls is very desirable because there's no way and being able to manage something without all that trash is so desirable. So it is environmentally not chemical. Some women have reported fewer cramps uh, using washable mm-hmm. products. So there's, it's interesting. We all prefer different products and washables is such a comfortable and viable solution that I'm so grateful for. Wow. You know, we interviewed, we interviewed a Dr. Pearl, Pearl and Jerry. Dr. Pearl and Jerry. And she, mm-hmm. she was talking about the, pro, the, the, she was a urinary urinologist yeah and she was talking about the um the chemicals and things uh ingredients used to make pads and half of them were cancer causing she said tampons don't be careful yeah like anything like that you need to watch out yeah and so you know we're like oh my gosh no matter where you turn you need the product you need something but then, oh, now mm-hmm. we're going to manufacture these and they're cancer causing. And then it's like, you know, I think we your can, generation was, we can, was cancer causing. But, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy to me. We can have all these other products that are not totally necessary, but we want them and we like them. You know, we can make baseball bats. We can make basketballs. We can make all these things. But when it comes to what you actually really need to be healthy becomes a big, huge problem. Mm. So, you know, you're like, okay, so um, the emphasis on manufacturing, is it, you know, is it because it was a, there's a stigma attached to it or there's not enough money in it? Because I would think that that's a product that women in the world need and will always need that, there's money in it. I don't know. Just trying to figure out I'm why. I'm really we... glad there are more organic solutions now, and there are is yeah. more um, crossing over to using products that last longer and more healthy. I'm really. Mm. I do think that's part of the grazing awareness and our willingness to speak about it more and mm. and bring it up. Um, yeah. I think the movement of each of us talking about it and seeing what works for us is is really important. And also talking about those in the world who have it far worse. Did you know that in Nepal, particularly Western Nepal, um, women, when they're on their periods and girls are isolated in sheds or platforms or under the house, they're considered that you're untouchable and Mm -hmm. that when you're on your period, you'll cause um, trauma and difficulty and ill fate to your family mm-hmm. that someone could die or the life oh my god stop. do you mm-hmm. know how that can affect a girl the, a young girl that's scary for a young girl yes, to think they have that exactly so they literally can die of snake bites or exposures this is no mm-hmm. so you you literally can be um lose your life because you're on your period and you might think that why does their family let them do this has been against the law since 2005 it's been a finable offense since the end of 2018 so why does it go on mm. but the truth is if you and i thought something we did 
could harm our families. No law could keep us from protecting them. They That's know right. there's risk. What they don't know is what a period really is. And so when you give women, you can come in and you can shame them and you can demand that the law make it um, stop. But the truth is, as soon as something bad happens, it just comes back. Mm. If instead you say, guess what? Without periods, there would be no people. Your body is amazing. And here's something you can manage it with. I've actually sat with several Hindi pundits and leaders in a place that has Japati. This is what the practice is called. And as we sat there, we were able to say, what if you kept your rich tradition, but Mm -hmm. instead of isolating them, you ritually cleanse this pad? Could that work for you? And as we taught the education, this is what we will teach. Many in the room were learning it for the first time. Like, this is what a Mm. period is. This is what we're going to teach. And Mm. then they approved it for like a half hour, went on, yes, this is how we could do it instead. And then the women went and had women's circles to, to invite people to learn what a period is, to make a new decision, and practice Shopati in another way. And Days for Girls has reached just under 20,000 women and girls, mm. freeing them from the sheds in just the last few years. That's and that's amazing. the power of a good solution, mm-hmm. community-driven, and breaking the chain of stigma that just is attached to what you've been sharing. That we, If we don't know better, we can't do better. Yeah. And we're a generation that is learning to take menstruation on, And there will be a day that there won't be the stigma around our planet. And that's what we're working for. And it's something we can achieve in our last lifetime. That's what I love. I really, really love what you're doing because I think, you know, the education component, and it's very hard to get your foot in the door to do that in the different Mm. countries and different systems, especially for women. Mm -hmm. And I think what you're doing is amazing because it does take, it's, it's just not an, oh, everybody hears the law, let's abide by it. It's the same thing with climate change. Okay, everybody stop doing mm-hmm. plastic straws. Okay, now we have a big drama. Yes, you know, you can but, use, you know, yes. it's, it's... Historically, there's a whole bunch of myths about menstruation. You know, mm-hmm. g- going back to the 1400s, 1500s, and, uh, you know, because, okay. the, because men were in control back then, um, and mm-hmm. it was something they couldn't understand or explain, and mm-hmm. it. I think it scared them. Mm-hmm. I, and, yes, I and think people it, believe it can be scary to people. Yeah, yeah, and so there's a whole mm-hmm. lot of myths of what happens if you touch it, the, the blood, and this happens. That there's a whole bunch mm-hmm. of really mythical things that people we're told and it takes a long time for that kind of stuff to be replaced with knowledge mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. when it's a taboo like yeah. even the word taboo comes from women having their period did you know that you're so, right it's yeah absolutely true you're yeah silent. it's Isn't like that amazing what? i really <laughs> it, it's crazy <laughs> nancy got all stuck in this the other day she's well, all i like, know because did you know did you know did you know and i'm like Dude, this sucks. <laughs> I know. It's like, right? that's taboo. Oh, you're having your period. I know. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's happening down there. Really? I have a taboo. It sounds like we're having a whole orchestra going on. Uh-huh. But, you know, I, I wanted to ask, how many countries are you in now? And how can we all help? Some I know a lot of people can donate and, you know, but 
um, just actually the education, where can we begin even just as someone who's listening now going, I had no idea, like mm-hmm. even maybe in a situation right now that, you know, they could yes. be this. Yes. Listen, we travel the country full time and I'm going to guarantee you there's a huge part of this country that doesn't have the help they need, the women. Um, we've seen yeah. things yeah. and there's it's there true. we have some interesting off the grid communities where you wonder what happens to the women. I'm not kidding. Nancy and I should mm-hmm. photograph and whatever, but mm-hmm. there's some there's some we some areas really need help. Like you're saying, New Orleans of all places, you would think, you know, it's a city, you know. Um yeah. but yeah, tell tell us about like how how far have you gone with this and where can we all help? Because mm-hmm. now we're all you. like riled up. Let's do this. <laughs> Days for Girls has reached, get ready for this. This is how global day, this issue is. We've reached 144 countries on six continents. That's awesome. how global wow. it is. Right That's where amazing. you are, wherever you live in this world, there's the need for good projects and education. Yes. And get ready for this. We just reached just a couple weeks ago, hit the milestone 2.4 million women and girls reached. So, cool. and That's people with periods having what they need. It's really wonderful to see that something that is so simple and direct can yeah. create such good shifts in confidence, in, in awareness, in freedom, in dignity, and in health, and opportunity for women and girls to, to live the fullness of their days and do it with confidence. And you can help by passing the word. We have videos on our website that are so beautifully done where you can hear the girls and hear the communities and see beautiful locations all over the world where they're sharing their stories and learn more of what we do and share those with others. You can follow us on social media and hear more of what is happening around the globe to shift the stigma to opportunity. And then you can also donate and contribute to Days for Girls and watch what's happening as, as this happens. You can volunteer with the Days for Girls chapter team that also is on our website. And you could be part of our advocacy movement where you can know what's happening in your community in regards to addressing the tampon or um, pad taxes where you live and be mm. part of the movement for that as well. There's so many ways to help. And most of all, you are challenged to do the impossible. Talk to complete strangers and or family about, hey, did you know this is an issue? And check out Days for Girls. This See, is something I, we can change. Like Daysforgirls.org. I love the name too. Yeah. That's awesome. How did you come up with Thank that you. one? Just it is. It's like, you know, they, <laughs> if you shouldn't be in a shed underneath the house. Yeah, really. It's like you should be Seriously. pampered at that time, I think, you know. Yeah, you can have your strengths back. Exactly. That's what happened. We were talking about what should it be called as we were hearing the first reports of how much this is needed. We recognized this wasn't going to be a one-time thing that we needed to get behind it. And and we were talking about what could it be called? And we thought mm. of dignity, wings, mm. period, mm. all these things. Mm. And then we, what does it give them? And then we came back to days. It literally is giving them back their days. And we're not telling them how to use yeah. it. Just saying, mm. go, have yeah. your strength back and yeah. use it in the way you will. I love that. It's because a powerful you know, thing. 
I want to say this too, because, you know, just living in different places and, and seeing what happens and being on the other side of the coin too. When, you know, coming back to this country was a, just the, and we've lived in different places and you have a culture shock kind of living Mm -hmm. there, right? When you're a tourist, it's a little different, Mm -hmm. but when you live there, it's like, okay, how am I going to make this work, you know? And Mm-hmm. The biggest culture shock was coming back to this country for me. You know, I was in 19 and I was like, what the heck? We have all these things on the shelf. And then learning, like having been in the other side and, and living in both countries, you know, South Africa and Kenya and and how, you know, foreign aid would come in. And you'd see, oh, we're dropping this food and this relief and, drop. you mm-hmm. know, all sounds really great, right? And knowing, then learning a little bit more being over here that what food we were giving over was not, it was basically genetically modified food. It was Mm -hmm. Monsanto products. It was all these things that were not actually positive. It's like, we're going to look good by doing this, but it's kind of our, it's the bottom grade. It's not really going to do that much. You're actually harming more. And so most organizations i would say that would be hey hey, women have a problem over there would be the first thing they would do is give all the cancer causing products over and make -hmm. themselves look good you know what i mean so i i really have to say this because it happens it happens and Nestle products it's, it's, and it's not yeah yeah and, and Nestle I we, products we shouldn't even we shouldn't even be naming naming all those things but, but it's during kind the of this, this, during the 70s that Nestle products were when people started investigating cancer causing chemicals in our food and they got labeled with it whether it's true or not not going there but Africa got that everything was offloaded in Africa yeah so I'm just saying that the the things were it was like a, a fake band-aid Mm. instead of a fix that actually went from like we were talking about earlier surviving to thriving and or living even Mm -hmm. you know let's get to the middle Mm -hmm. ground of living and so being on the other side Nancy I've seen a lot of bad stuff that we Mm -hmm. shouldn't have and I'm glad we have those so we know and I know you have with all the traveling you've done around the world and the work you've done which has been amazing but to come in with a true fix Mm -hmm. that is healthy and something Mm -hmm. that can outlast like last like you're saying the cups the menstrual cups Mm -hmm. the something that's washable uh, it i think it is it kudos to you for that and thank you because we've seen Mm -hmm. the other side and it sucks what they what happens and everybody thinks this is glorious and beautiful supports it and the raw the money's going to the wrong place half of the time instead of these kind of movements and that you're empowering people to, you know, create a business for themselves and help them do it. I love that. And also change that conversation and that dialogue. So women don't feel like they have to hide their head with their periods. I mean, even now to this day, I know young girls, they have their period, they're shy about it. Oh, don't ask your husband to go get a box of whatever. Oh, no, oh my can't. God. You know, so we still have that stigma here in the United States. How are we going to get it to the rest of the world? And you're doing the hard, hard side of it. So really, thank you for that, for doing it truly with integrity. That's hard to find. So thank mm, you for that. It's our pleasure. It's yeah. really a joy to know there's something we can change in this world, right? 
There's so many things that are hard to change, Mm -hmm. so many things that are hard to hear and hard to know about, and the consequences women and girls face are difficult and are hard to hear about. And this part, this part of having what they need in the education to reverse cycles of violence against women and and that feeling of being less than, this part, this is something we can change. And that wakes me up early in the morning, excited to get started again. We can do this. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad you've included Days for Girls in your conversation so that more people will know about it and join we, in. We got to thank Eva Shaw, the author. She, she you know, yes. connected us. And I'm like, I oh, no, that is, I know. And she just like that day, she's like, no, I'm doing it. And I'm like, oh, I love this. This is so awesome. So thank you, Eva, everyone. <laughs> uh, you know, follow her at Eva. And Eva her great Shaw. book, com. too. Yeah, great. Mm. It is. The Seer, New Orleans. Huh? Uh, it's set mm-hmm. in New Orleans, World uh, World War II with a psychic and, uh, you know, a Chinese cool. medicine so man. Fun. Everyone check it out. Um, the daysforgirls.org is a website to go to. We want to thank our sponsor, Dr. Jackie. You know, you all hear on Big Blend Radio, Dr. Jacqueline Ubani. She is a cardiologist, electrophysiologist, and author of the best-selling book women and heart disease a real story she is on a classic drive uh, to teach women in america about heart disease because mm-hmm. it is the number one killer of women in the united states and so she says silence is the one of the most deadly aspects of women's heart disease same thing as what we're talking about with days of girls uh, mm-hmm. you know of days for girls um silence sucks We've got to have these conversations. And so she's really about women's empowerment of health. And I know that means girls too. So keep up with Dr. Jackie at women and heart disease, the book.com or women and heart disease, book.com, excuse me. And keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Most importantly, daysforgirls.org. Thank you so much, Celeste, for joining us. That's awesome. My pleasure. of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.